That's, that's, that's fine. This is fine. It's fine. I deserve this. It's fine. This is fine. I deserve the spot. Yeah, you deserve it. This is fine. Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a fun deep dive down into the depths of those pop culture gems that you hate to love. Hello, I'm James Fight, owner, creative director of Flat Films. I'm Kenny Madison, chief archivist of FlatFilms.com. And I'm Aaron Salinas, uh, editor, uh, all-around cool guy, uh, the official cuddler and hugger of Flat Films. That's true. I, I do recently promoted. Did you just? I, da- oh yeah. Did uh, you just downshift? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? That was actually kind of cool, right? Yeah. I, I heard my voice do that too. I was like, I'm not gonna just like gloat myself. That, <laughs> that's just that's just too much. And we have special guest. Gloria Bankler. Gloria, hello. Hello. Uh, local writer, screenwriter, performer, comedian, improviser. And just general badass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Thank you. A, a general. She's a general as well. Yeah. She's a general badass. General badass, badass, capital G, capital on my right. business yeah. card. Like as that. a title, <laughs> correct. Have you won any awards, Gloria? Um, technically, no. I mean, I've been like finalist and honorable mention in some things, but Humble no, brass. not award winning. Not yet. Humble brag. Is that what that was? You can edit that out. Humble brag. Wait, I'm sorry. You You just asked me, did I win any awards? And then accused me. I feel like that's gaslighting. Uh, I think Kenny's gaslighting. I am in a room with three men. I'm just saying. That's the only reason you're on. Ooh. No, that's Yeah, deep. I'm meeting a demographic. Don't think I didn't notice that. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's completely. You're talking I about mean, a s- no, no. I'm the person of color on here, and as you can tell, <laughs> I am not really of color. <laughs> well, I'm not really a woman, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we duped you. We duped you. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm white. <laughs> I'm, I'm also white. Nice. <laughs> I'm real white. I thought you were a fight. Oh, hey uh, so uh, we got a thing today. I'm trying to look up the synopsis. We got a thing. Oh yeah, we got uh, love actually. Yes, it's 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 not that we've just brought in Gloria because uh, she's part of the distaff. She actually has lots of opinions about love she's actually. A, she's a badass. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, but this is not her guilty treasure. Uh, this would probably be my guilty treasure. This might be Aaron's guilty treasure. James, would this be your guilty treasure? You hate this movie. <coughs> I don't have twenty five dollars. Oh yeah. Uh, well, you can bend though afterwards. N- no. Well, <laughs> actually, I can. Yeah. Because I got paid for that massage. Uh, I did. Oh, listen, I don't hate it. It's just. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> what uh, is this movie, Kenny? Can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, Love Actually is a 2003. Uh, Without reading the synopsis. I was genuinely doing that without reading the synopsis. Okay, go ahead. Love Actually is a 2003 romantic comedy directed by Richard Curtis, starring Hugh Grant, Emma Thompson, Colin Firth, Alan Rickman, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth, she's not really a star, but she is in the film. Uh, Martin Freeman, she would tell Ezio for Kira Knightley, Andrew Anyone Lincoln, British pretty much. All yeah. in this film, British yeah. people. Yes. Uh, oh wow. Uh, uh, Liam Neeson. Good old Liam Neeson. Uh, it's something that's not a trilogy. No, can't you can't not today. Can't talk about Liam Neeson. Oh really? Why? They do. Uh, did he die? Does something happen? Oh, n- no. It's a sexual assault thing. If we're getting quiet about it. Uh, it's not, exa- not exact. He just got... He just got <coughs> today, we're recording this on mo- Monday, February 4th, where there was an interview released today where Liam Neeson hunted a black man who allegedly sexually assaulted one of his friends. He said this in an interview. Jesus. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't even process uh, that. Should uh, we change the movie? <laughs> no, because it is. We can, no, I feel even better talking about uh, this movie now. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe <laughs> to guilty future treasures. episodes of Guilty Treasures. Oh, I, I, that's Jesus. emphasis wow. on guilty in this. Yes, uh, in this case. Wait, so he just said this casually in an interview? Yes. Uh, like like Sean worse. Connery said, you need sometimes you need to slap a woman. What to uh, keep her in line? You've geez, never seen that? No. Google that. Uh, no. Barbara uh. Walters interview, and you will lose. Hopefully, lose uh. all respect for him. I mean, I didn't have much to begin Not with. Not rumors. He said it. I mean, just I, like I really, that's like weird. I didn't really put him on much of a pedestal, yeah. if any, to begin with. He just seemed like an asshole to begin with. Yeah. Once you get to a certain age, I think that uh, you just don't give a fuck what anyone says about he you. He did seem like a yeah. dirty, grungy um, uncle that's at like every like gathering. Like it just he just like 
just says racist things under his breath. Yeah. Is Which one of... are we talking about? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> the, same, the same can be said, really. Uh, but I did oh. not know that. But yeah, Liam Neeson's in this. Oh, Liam, Liam. Oh, Liam Neeson. Okay. Saying that with Gross. closed teeth. Uh, well, still there's some others in this film. Uh well, there, there, there's a tremendous amount of plot lines in the. Uh, <laughs> uh, the a lot of characters. The quickest synopsis is that uh, in the five weeks leading up to Christmas, uh, a series of interweaving tapestries uh, make themselves evident by showing the all of the sides of love that are evident all around us. Uh, this movie is very much of a piece post 9/11, and it's Richard Curtis trying to say, "Hey, there is some love out there in the world." That's hey, that's. What I love about this movie, Actually. I, I like the mess. I I do I do like the message of like, hey, there's love out there. You Actually. just have to look for it. Stop. What? That there's love. Actually, Actually. We'll all see, around we'll us. See how long before that gets old. Oh, <laughs> every podcast, Gloria. Every <laughs> single one. It's um, it's a fun stuff. So, yes. um, Gloria, is this a, a, is this in your repertoire somewhere in the calendar year? Uh, well, this year, I'd seen it before at least once, if not a couple of times. And this year, I thought, oh, I'll make this my own personal Christmas movie. Sure. And I watched it, and I just I couldn't tolerate I mean, I say I couldn't tolerate it. I watched the whole thing. Well, uh, before, <laughs> before you go too deep, Gloria, there are three rules that the guilty treasures must follow mm. uh, or, or risk penalty. Uh, rule number one, no Dunking. Mm-mm. Don't dunk. No dunking. Uh, this podcast is a celebration of the things that we love. Uh, uh, so if, if <laughs> I'm sorry. Those oh. rules should have been given to me before I agreed <laughs> to Did you this. not tell her the rules? That's no. my bad. That's my uh, bad. No, of course not. Uh, rule number two, no ironic liking, Gloria. You cannot like love actually ironically. you got to be genuine. Yeah. You have to be genuine about these guilty treasures. Uh, and rule number three, no self-deprecation. This is not a space for negative self-talk. So I can't really talk negatively about anything. You can. So uh, what's the penalty? $25. That might be worth risking. Yeah. Is it each time I do it? No, or is it's, it just, just it's a one-time fee. Yeah. It's a flat okay. fee. Uh, I, flat I, films? Yeah. Now, now is the time that you... Never mind. <laughs> He said flat fee. You're trying to make puns on things that are not I'm your bad at puns. puns. So when one happens, I'm proud of myself. Unbelievable. I know. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, it's okay when he does it. Look at him. He's so cute, though. <laughs> a good that's one. Shake it up and down. That's, that's the title of my uh, my uh, memoir. Uh, Why is it funny when they do it? You're unbelievable. Uh, but to speak about the penalty, I recently had to pay $25 into the pot uh, to to our guest in order to be able to dunk on the movie because it was... What movie? The Living Wake. Oh. It's, it's bonkers and fun. Well, that's it's debatable. A, it's a movie. It's... it's I feel like I Silly. might be really quiet during this <laughs> podcast. Uh, Gloria, I'll pay the $25 for you. Yeah. Will you? Yes. We'll waive the fee. It's going to us anyway. Yeah, we'll waive the fee. We'll weave the fee. We'll weave the fee. Right, okay. We'll the fee. I, and I'll try not to be too negative. How about that? Okay. Well, no, be as negative, yeah, be as, as, negative as you want. Because be these genuine. two will outweigh it. You okay, have carte blanche. What? Carte blanche. Oh, I don't know what that is. She's got a uh, white cart. <laughs> Which means with it's white, it means you can do anything. Oh, because we're white guys. In fact, I can walk down the sidewalk and people go, hey, there's a normal person. <laughs> oh, wow, oh. Liam Neeson. Way to just take your <laughs> wow. I didn't hunt anyone. <laughs> I love how he had Ooh. to specify he hunted. Right, yeah. What uh, race yeah, person he hunted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was looking at it going, uh, to, to be fair, he did put it in the context of I was young, I was stupid, and I was dumb. I've learned since then, uh, but he, did he kill him? No. Okay. I mean, to be fair, that's that's a th- logical question th- to th- ask I when you hunt like it something. Is. Like when yeah. you hunt something, you don't just you know give it a high five when yeah. you need it. You kill it. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole point of hunting. I mean, but <laughs> but hunting doesn't imply actually getting. He it knows at all. he's True. not his characters, right? Uh, Oh, or he maybe. might not know. Yeah, he He's, might well, not know. Okay, so I don't want to. I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but I'm going to. I know this is not a good place to do that, but uh, I really think one of the problems in our country is that we don't allow people to change. Yeah, you know? like yeah. no, that's it, real. It, you, that's your, real. Your politicians change their stance mm-hmm. on something. We call them weak or flip floppy. Yeah. And I think if someone does something when they're young and stupid and admit it and are not doing those kinds of things now, that 
we can not paint it black or white. This person changed. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like we change every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like every human changes so frequently. Because if you don't, you just stay in stasis and then die. And at a, literally at a cellular level. Yeah. Exactly. Know. Yeah. Like we literally grow and change every single day. And that's all the science I know. <laughs> that's it. Mitochondria. Yeah, that's pretty it. Nice, dude. <clears throat> Powerhouse of the, the cell. cell. Boom. Well, that's been Guilty Treasures. Don't forget to rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. Go to Flat Films. Uh, throw a, did we throw the synopsis in there already? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, okay. I haven't gone through each one of the uh, individual romantic plot lines. There's a lot, folks. Uh, there are, according that's my to Wikipedia, there are ten romantic plot lines that are going on, or some sort of plot line. There's Billy Mac and Joe, the uh, elderly musician and his manager, Juliet, oh, Peter, yeah. and Mark, uh, Kira Knightley, Chiwetel, Ejio, Four, and Andrew Lincoln. Uh, Jamie and Aurelia, that's Colin Firth and that one lady. Which one lady? The one Well, lady. it depends. The one that cheated on him or the, the one that can't speak English? I guess it's both. <laughs> They're the same. Uh, well, it's both women. Uh, Harry, Karen, and Mia, that's the Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson, and that one girl plotline. David and Natalie, that's the charming prime minister played by Hugh Grant. Hey. Uh, Daniel, Sam, Joanne, and Carol. Uh, Liam... <coughs> uh, <coughs> Sarah, Carl, and Michael. That's Laura Linney uh, and that one uh, vanilla candleman and her brother. Vanilla candleman. His face is a vanilla. Like it's so it's so perfectly super hot. Okay, that's good. I wanted to make sure. What? The 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 Carl. guy with the the Carl. wavy dark hair that uh, tries to sleep with Laura Linney. His face is the. In the Guinness Book of World Records, for the most symmetry on a human face. You're joking, right? Someone show me. I can't me a ever tell if Kenny is joking. I or mean, not. that's that's Kenny in a nutshell. A uh, constant bit, but also genuine at the same time. Colin, <laughs> there's also Colin, Tony, and the American Girls. Colin, the horny <sighs> British that is delivering oh, yeah. muffins and nuts at the beginning. Yeah, uh, John and Judy, uh, the stand-ins on the porno. Well, maybe not a porno set, just a film set. Yeah, and there's With a also lot of fucking. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, that's a porn they, set. They were naked and just. Fucking. Guys, it's called art. We can't. Really say what it was without fact. Yeah. My favorite part of that was when they were getting uh, the they got the light reader thing on the boob. Just because I was just great. <coughs> yeah, That's, yeah. That that is. It's just funny juxtaposition. It's <laughs> like really intimate moment. <clears throat> I just gained light. <laughs> and the last plot line, according to Wikipedia, is Rufus played by Rowan Atkinson. Uh, that's it. Oh, all right. So, um, in case you were wondering, that two-minute exposition. Oh yeah, he's hot. Um, took a took a while. There's a lot going on in this. There is a lot. I didn't even go. What's in. the runtime on it? It's like two hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> which oh, wow. which tells you right there in the ten plot lines, two hour and fifteen minutes. Moves you out. can't do anything. It's not enough. It, here, it's here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. It's all like superficial and it's forced down your throat. That's yeah, great. And no, <laughs> it's like, but I'm okay with that there's every no, now and then. There's no depth. It's all superficial. Yeah. And the and uh, one of the best storylines. Oh, I'm sorry, we're supposed to get into this yet? No, please. Yeah, go into it. One of the best storylines to me is the the um, couple, the stand-in couple. Yes. Uh, yeah. I almost <laughs> called him Morgan Freeman. Um, <laughs> uh, where they're. It, it, they are so contrary to their job. These shy, awkward, yeah. nude stand-ins pretending to have sex, and that was rich with depth of a of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, yeah. the most shallow storyline of all of them, I think. <clears throat> well, if I well besides the stupid British guy that comes over and wins fourteen stupid British uh, American women, that was just stupid. <laughs> Colin. Good old Colin. About Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martin Freeman's just a bag of charm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's just a bag of charm. I am upset. Sure. Didn't see his dong. <laughs> what? That was probably on purpose. Saw he, her, he played the Hobbit. You saw her boobies. Didn't see Martin Freeman. You, dong. you never no see peen. Let me tell you. You should see peen. That is my biggest complaint with nudity and movies. Here we go. Hot take. Hot take. No, seriously. Like, it. it I just don't get it. I don't understand why that piece of skin is more forbidden to see than an entire woman's body. Male gaze, baby. Because, you know, uh, women are objects and men are people. And well, we, can't, uh, we can't do that to men. 
can't objectify men. No, that's gross. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just stop objectifying women. What? Well, this does Gloria, what? Hold on. Hold on. What? <laughs> this does lead to something that, uh, first off, I want to establish. I really enjoyed this movie. Second of all, it's a super problematic movie. Uh, the yeah. thing that, that <laughs> stood out the most is how, and Gloria, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the resident Love Actually expert, but all of these, <laughs> all of these plot lines are male-centric. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hundred percent. But <laughs> I love that sigh. <laughs> well, and, yeah, yeah. And um, yet, it's it's a it's a rom com which, in traditional senses, is often defined using some sort of female protagonist. And this is the ultimate rom com. Uh, is it? Well, because there's so I'm much sorry. of it. Objection. Yeah. Hold on. Ultimate in the sense that this is a you are condensing so many rom com tropes. Quality. I'll leave that to you to be debatable, Gloria. As our guest, but, you have carte blanche. Quantity. James, you do not have carte blanche. You put $25 on the me. table. I don't have cash. Then mow it. I or will. donate it to charity. I'll do that, too. But That's but why I want to get for, This is for quantity. This is the ultimate rom-com. Pound for pound, this is the most dense rom If you took it's off a, dense, that's a, a really cubic good word. inch it of is, love, yeah. actually, you're going to have three, four, five cubic inches of a rom-com packed in there. That, yeah. You're not wrong. This is this is ten Sand, uh, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> that's also an accurate <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a rough analog. But this also, the, the thing that I noticed, it being so male-centric, it's... it's uh, and uh, since you are a filmmaker yourself, perhaps you could talk about it's it's very male gazy as well. And I thought that it was missing just a woman's perspective. What's that? P- great question. I don't know. I'm a white man, a cis white man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I I agree that like if I had to use one word, two words. <laughs> To describe Love Actually, I would say sexist bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, Gloria, look, you're I, I, uh, I, I really don't like to bash other people's work because you wrote something, you got it on screen. Good, yeah, I mean, like, totally. good on you, right? Yeah, I can yeah. recognize that 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 there is inter- obviously a lot of entertainment quality to this movie. However, yes. Um, in ch- to to look back, like when you said it's in two thousand and three, even though I know I knew that, that was, I'm like, that was a short sixteen years yeah. ago. That was a short sixteen years ago, and yeah. I can't believe that that was made just sixteen years uh, ago. But also, so much, so much social progress has also happened. Not to make excuses for the movie, which is exactly yeah. what I'm doing. Uh, society has moved so quickly. Yeah, sure. Since then, uh, so much so that jokes that might be permissible two years ago are no longer kosher. Yeah, agreed. Oh yeah, agreed. But I mean, so like, are you saying this? We we kind of gawk at this movie, not gawk, but we just kind of look at this movie like we l- let that happen. I don't think people ago. do that because people still love this movie. Yeah, yeah and recognize that it's oh, a lot yeah. of sexist uh, quality. Do they recognize that though? I, I, uh, I, that's a good question. This film is not actively sexist, uh, which. Well, <laughs> hold Gloria's on. His reaction let, let me let me define this. This is passively sexist because it's participating in in normal, well, normal. Ooh, roles. Uh, Kenny. Uh, boo on me! I need to go donate to women. Uh, or just you like just give meditate. It to me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll give you fifty dollars after the show. Um, no, but it's uh, it, right. it's it's participating in conservative gender roles. Yeah. Uh, let let let's put it that way. Um, a man is always doing the pursuing, and the woman is always being pursued. It, it's not slapping you in the face like Married with Children with its misogyny. It it's kind of cradling you like it's cute. It's fine. Yeah, and mm. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No. no, I agree that it is. It is like it's cute. It's fine, it, yeah. and it's not. I think that there are uh, two storylines: the Laura Lenny storyline, that's not not male protagonist. And, yeah. and then um, the pursuing one, uh, Alan Rickman's storyline. Oh, she yeah. was the pursuer, right? Yeah. But yeah. what? But, but we have two tropes that I think are very unfortunate to women. One, the woman who's frumpy and is just lucky that a good-looking guy likes her, and she's a caretaker, and she chooses something else over her happiness. And two, the slutty secretary who breaks up a marriage or who you know hinders yeah. a marriage. And I just think. Both of those are just so such unfortunate roles for strong, I say in quotes, women characters. Right. Are 
are there strong female characters in this movie? Mm. I might say Emma Thompson. Because Emma Thompson is putting in a thousand percent. Oh, she's so great in it. She rules it. Which one is Emma Thompson? Uh, Alan Rickman's wife. Ah, yeah. And I love her really. I I only really, right off the bat, I'm like, ah, she was in Parent Trap. Like, she's the one. (laughs) That's what you know her. That's where I'm like, dead again. (laughs) Dead again is what I always (laughs) know. That's my go to for her. But I'm like, every time I watch her, I'm like, she's so delightful. Nanny McPhee herself. Oh, yeah, Nanny McPhee. What I saw, when I looked at her in this film, I honestly thought she must be so annoyed at the quality of this product because she's so above it. But all of any emotion in that movie was held in that moment where she realizes. That he is cheating on her, or bought a re- or bought a gift for the other woman, and right. cries for a couple of minutes. And but again, you've still got the same kind of Lori Linney character where I'm gonna do, I'm gonna sacrifice my happiness mm-hmm. for the greater good of my family. What mm-hmm. was Lori? Who was that? Lori Linney was the one who had the brother who was in a mental institution and the the hot guy at the office that pursued her. The oh. one I p- just showed you a picture of. Oh gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yay, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Worked for Alan Rickman, I think, too. Um, I did like how they were all connected. That I did enjoy. Yeah. I, and I think that's the thing that everyone loves about the movie, because that's the thing I always hear. It's like, oh, it's so cool how they tie everything together. It's like, all right, but, like, there's still no meat to it. Yeah, and emotional meat. Emotional meat. Because, like, it's just like, okay. But also, that's that's fine. Is it? Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, I, I guess the point of art is to, well, I, to me, the point of art is to make you think and, uh, you know, change or something deeper, but it can entertain. It's within the thesis statement of the film, which is perhaps the most erudite phrase that anyone has ever uttered about love, actually. Um, <laughs> what does erudite mean? Highbrow. Ah, gotcha. That Thank you. It, by definition, that word <laughs> is itself. Is, is itself. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, the 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 film is certainly not interested in pursuing any emotional depths. It is instead interested in showing you because this movie is firmly ensconced within post nine eleven. Yeah. It's literally within the darn uh, opening scene of the movie. It's set in two thousand three. It's set in an airport. Want you know that, <laughs> and it's interested in just showing you that love actually is all around you. So the th- I, I so get, the the film is interested in stimulation. It's y- interested, yeah. and I get it. I, I like the message. It's a good message. Love is everywhere. You just have to look for it. Actually, it's everywhere. It's all around. Do you want me to start hitting them? <laughs> yes. Two please. more, and then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> We're so polite. Um, so Power the way that my – because I did a lot of theater in high school and stuff. My – she was my drama, my English teacher, and she was also my director. And she told me, just tell the story, and we've got a good product. Just tell the story. Yeah, That's all you have to do. But I feel like with Love Actually, they skimmed mm. yeah. all the stories, and yeah. that's what keeps it from being a good product. It's, it, it's I I don't mind it. It is a good product. It's all it is a good. Keeps it from great product. It's all sizzle, no yeah. steak. Because what's wrong with sizzle? You love watching fajitas pass by. That's honestly what keeps me entertained. Yeah. That, that's what keeps me watching. Like it's there's a lot going on. It keeps my little hamster wheel of a brain going. And I'm not going to have really any problems with it. Hey, hey, Aaron, what's rule three? Don't. I'm not deprecating. No, that's not. I, that's I, not. I, I'm being honest. dollars on the table. <laughs> I know what I am, We Kenny. all have hamster brain. Hold this little hamster wheel. Little, it's a little hamster wheel. Why not wheel? a big hamster wheel? It's a thick hamster <laughs> wheel. <laughs> that's thick with two Qs, okay? He's thick. <laughs> okay, Kenny, now you have to pay Aaron $25. <laughs> He's a thick the false hamster. False call out. And he's running in there, and then he gets to the end of the movie, and he's like, wait, what happened? What truly exactly, happened? Exactly. But he was like, wait, it kept me going for two hours and 15 minutes. But you are, well, where did I get here? You are participating in rom-com tropes, which are enjoyable. Uh, it, it truly well, is a guilty pleasure. You like, have, you, yeah. I know. That's why I said we should watch it. <laughs> and th- this is... 
the movie never purports to be anything deeper than it is, and your mileage will vary. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out on that. Yeah. Because you're talking about how it's message that you're saying in the beginning, like yeah. it's post 9-11, it's trying yeah. to show you that love is actually everywhere. Actually, I feel like that is a different, I feel like that is a deep statement. Yeah, exactly. That falls shallow throughout the entire movie, because every love story, you say they're all different love stories. They're not. They're all the same, you know? All the same. Fuck yeah. Thank I you. Mean, Thank you. Ish. Same ish. Enough that I'm not like, oh, this is interesting. It, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, is that chicken soup? Oh, is that chicken tortilla soup? <laughs> is that chicken lentil soup? Like, is it's that all chicken and the rice same soup? base soup. Gloria, like, to counter your offer, one story had three people in it. I don't it. think that was an offer. So. That was a statement. Two, two stories have three people in it. Yeah, so the, those are different. Three, peop- three stories had three people in it. I mean, really, they varied it up a lot. It's so varied. There is so much variety. There's it's like so a golden much, corral. There's tall white people. <laughs> there's short white people. There's a black guy. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's, there's that one black guy. Uh, he married would, a white girl in a completely tell, white church. She would yeah. tell Ezio for. Okay. She's so good. Real quick, I really hate that just like how I remember what's her face from The Parent Trap. Sure. I remember Ezio uh, uh, for from uh, Four Brothers. <laughs> Granted, he is an amazing actor I never saw that. he's yeah. in what 12 yeah. years a slave yeah. uh wasn't he in a star wars movie dr strange no. No. uh he was no. in dr strange he he's the martian an, oh. the martian he's Serenity. in some good names a good one but he plays a drug dealing pimp in, in four brothers which and that's by, what you remember <laughs> because wow aaron he, he plays Way to be Liam he plays so good in it but doesn't he play good in it though I haven't seen oh Four Brothers. Oh, it's Aaron. so good. And now I'm going to watch like, it. He just, they yeah. fight on ice, and it's just so crappy. It's a really terrible uh, film, but I'm just like, ah, oh, Four Brothers. And then like he's like, <laughs> I don't pride myself on how I remember things, but pull, it gets that up, little Aaron. hamster pull fed. Up. Oh, I, look, I watch movies that other people consider terrible. Every time Dirty Dancing is on. Girl, yeah. If you ever do one. <laughs> same. If you oh, ever do goodness. a podcast on Dirty Dancing, call um, me. Is that your guilty pleasure? Uh yeah I guess maybe all right well, I don't know I'm we'll, certainly not ashamed we'll take you back on yeah that's yeah. us oh god yeah it's a, it's a it's a jewel of a movie especially when you talk about like how it was made and the kind of the war scenario that it was yeah. like the conditions anyway I'm sorry that's not what we're talking about we're talking about bad movies not good movies <laughs> well, we are talking about good movies it's a good movie this just not an enjoyable movie uh talk about I think people will enjoy it yeah. What is the gaze like in Dirty Dancing compared to Love Actually? What do you mean? What do you what do you, what gaze? Do you, uh, the male gaze. How how women are shot, how men are shot. Oh oh oh. Uh, mm. Well, <laughs> honestly, well, okay. First of all, it's set in like the late 1950s, early 60s, or something like that. I can't remember what year. Uh, Dirty so Dancing. yeah. So, um, but the protagonist. Have you never seen it? No. The protagonist in Dirty Dancing, she's named after the, what, first Supreme Court justice, female yeah. Supreme Court justice or something like that. Yeah. She's super strong, super smart, and she falls in love with this guy who's kind of like edgy. allegedly not smart, edgy, a dancer from the hood, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, um, and you know, they fall in love because they see in each other. Love. Yeah. No, so I they mean. They actually fall in love. Yeah, they actually fall in love, and... uh it's smart. I mean, I think it is, and and there is. I mean, but I think there's a, a, a quite a bit of male eye candy in there as well. To be fair, not as much. There's one plot, so it's really like it's really easy for yeah, them. Yeah, opposed to ten. You're right. It's like it's like if you only focus on one thing. You can well, deliver a better dancing. product. If stories would do that, how Wait. revolutionary is that? Are you telling me that if stories just focus on one thing? Wait, hold on. Better? I got an idea. This what? Is why I we got have an idea. Rules. No, I'm going to go write a book. It's only going to have one plot. This what? Is, this is why we have rules. <laughs> <laughs> We're not breaking the rules. We, we, we we he's allowed to break the rules. I'm sending him my $25 after yeah. the podcast. All right. Whenever I broke the rules, I put 25 Fine. on the table immediately. I'll do it right now. I'll Good. Vem- do I have to Vem... vem- uh, give you money? Venmo Aaron. Okay. Wait, what? My Aaron. Because I'd feel guilty. <laughs> no, don't give it Treasure? to me. Then I'm going to feel guilty. Good. What? <laughs> you I think did we've it. off track. Guess I'll just. Shut up, Gloria. <laughs> oh, God. No. Mm, no. That didn't That's even hurt, hard. Kenny. That's oh. a hard no on Try that Try again. Your turn, Gloria. Oh, Jesus. Gloria. All right. That's enough. Oh. That's enough. Well, Kenny's dead. Got to pull up. <laughs> yeah, so no, we I haven't don't even like asked questions yet. 
Oh, yeah, Our three questions. Ha- well, uh, who do I? Who am I saying this? Nobody. Money to? Aaron. Nobody. Uh, send it to Aaron. Uh, I, Aaron, I guess we'll ask the questions to each other. <laughs> okay. Considering <laughs> we well, I, can, I, I can find things I like about oh. this show. By the way. No way. Uh, sure can. Gloria can ask us these questions. I can ask them. <laughs> am I to answer them as well? Uh, well. Y- After you do, if I have something to say. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Aaron. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> why do you like this? Specific guilty treasure. Um, Great question, Gloria. Good question, question, Gloria. Off the dome. Um, So, this next to Food Network. (laughs) That's the second time you've said that. That's the second time I've said it. It is what's playing at Thanksgiving. This is my mom's go to, hey, you know, let's let's watch Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives for the 30th time in the past two hours. And then she'll go, you know what? Put on that movie with Snape. Put on that movie with Snape. Ah. And I'm like, uh, oh, Love Actually? And she's like, yeah, that's a good movie. And then we'll put that. Then we'll bounce back to to some Food Network and just see how yams can be sweet so many <laughs> or times. Or spicy. Or spicy. Just a little bit of chili flakes just changed the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's usually our go-to. So, it, you, in all honesty, it means the holidays. Mm. That's it, To me, it's a holiday movie. It's not necessarily a love movie or a rom-com movie mm-hmm. it's just got the parent trap and four brothers it's got a lot going on and and pirates of the caribbean porn. With, with and porn with so many of my favorite things um <laughs> sweet potatoes sweet porn. potatoes bill nye it's but not the scientist the other bill nye um bill, bill nye is so funny He's I, he's just Which great in anything he? uh, he's billy mack though uh, that's music. what i thought yeah. oh yeah i know he's great and oh, I've got I've got something for that. He doesn't on. get enough credit for anything that he does. <laughs> he really doesn't. He was in the uh, uh, Underworld. Um, <laughs> That's the first thing you go to. I, I Underworld. Love I think we found a new game. On the podcast, <laughs> what does Aaron associate actors with? In all honesty, that's my favorite one. Their to most pull terrible up movies. Because people are like, "Wait, why that one?" I'm just like, "Because that's what I remember him from." But, but he guys, the Lichens Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the Exotic Beautiful Marigold Hotel. He's basically anything British. This man touches it pretty much. Um, but yeah, he's great. He's great in this. Yes. He's he's a fantastic person. Um, but yeah, just a great overall actor. Um, but yeah, so I'm a big fan of his and. Um, yeah, Snape's cool. Um, is but yeah, he so, disappoints me in this movie. Yeah, he yeah, does. And and but it freaks me out that it's 2003 because it just. But yes, it's post Harry Potter. In all honesty, because it's I haven't found it. Well, yeah, I mean, it was post the first Harry Potter oh, movie. Yeah, I guess yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. But yeah. I haven't. I didn't find this movie probably till 2009, 2010. Because oh. you were two when it came out. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're doing the math. Okay, you were nine when it yeah, came I out. I was nine. I was I was a big boy. I'd seen some movies. Oh, I was eleven. Huh. I paid both of you fifteen dollars, by the way. Well, I'll take it. So, do I go ask you all three, or do I move to James for the next for the next to answer the first? Oh, one? Gloria, we're on the same team. No, oh, yeah, okay. So, you can so ask I'm gonna Kenny. skip him. What's your? Why is it your guilty treasure? I love rom coms. Same. I love rom coms. I love rom coms. I like good rom coms. James. Me too. I already paid. James. I already paid. <laughs> he gets to say whatever. Carte uh, Blanche. <laughs> He's a white cart. <laughs> uh, I just love rom-coms, and I this just deals in all the tropes of rom-coms that I love. And I think Richard Curtis is a very effective filmmaker. Uh, I want to go through the rest of his movies. The only things that I've seen of his are Love Actually and About Time. Uh, about time is is it about time? Yes, it is actually about time. Uh, Where's love? love? Actually, it's about. <laughs> that, you, you just get a taste of your own medicine, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, about time is uh, Domino Gleason plays a guy who uh, learns that he can travel through time. Uh, Why? <laughs> but the but the movie is really just a gushing romantic comedy. Does it have depth? Does it have a meaningful message? You just let me finish the plot synopsis. <laughs> so the answer's no. Yes, it, it it does because it's interested in 
analyzing the ins and outs of an ongoing relationship. It's not just a rom-com that is interested in how is he going to close this relationship. Uh, the spoiler alert, he closes the relationship and then the movie is about that entire relationship. It's a it's a movie that is more interested in relationships uh, as opposed to the fact that Domino Gleason can go into a closet, close his fists, and travel anywhere in time. All he has to do is close his fists? Uh, and go into the specific cupboard. Oh, Wait, it, d- it deals with an on and off again relationship? It, it deals with an ongoing relationship. Through it's time. And space. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't have a hard time believing that that's probably a good movie because I see the potential in the writing. Yeah. And, right? yeah. And, and Richard Curtis is a darn good filmmaker. This movie, for me, is incredibly effective. Richard Curtis is able to dial that sweet spot He's able to get the facade so correctly for me that I instantly recognize and empathize with it. And it doesn't hurt that it's working with some of England's most famous actors just having a really fun time. It looks like they're yeah. all having fun. The movie is... All the guys. The the movie is running at a, at a nice, brisk pink, so you don't think about anything too much. Uh, the uh, yeah, why would we want to think oh, or like reflect on it? My lord. Well, I, uh, when you're done, I have a counter to your a, a healthy counter. It's not a. It's not. It's oh, I'm sorry, honey. What to have a counter or for me to interrupt you? Again? Oh no, Gloria, <laughs> you're always allowed to interrupt me because you're a woman. Yes, <laughs> finally, it's my turn. Um, so my counter is. In all seriousness, when I look at this movie, I see, I definitely see the entertainment value. I see why people like it. However, we are, we can say it's fun. Yeah, it's sexist, but, but what we're doing is we still have something out there, mainstream, that is feeding the nonsense of sexist behavior that young people will watch and this, that permeates the subconscious of our society and having two boys that shit matters a lot right like i don't want them to be entertained by sexist racist crap and just say oh but it's entertainment yeah and and that's one of my bigger problems with it is i totally can see the entertainment value but it's it's i think painful for our society to continue to rest on films like this yes and of people of such caliber to be exactly. Right. It, it, we're not dealing with you know sci-fi actors. No disrespect to those actors, but you know these are people with names. These are people with notoriety. Mm-hmm. These are people that you know they didn't have to do this movie. Yeah, but sure. it got done. Um, and to be fair, this is really in just kind of thinking about it now. This is kind of like a really high-value Hallmark film. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it had some extra money to it. Because Hallmark is very... No. Trophy. Yes. Oh, it's trophy. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And Holiday. Yeah. With, within the first 20 minutes... How dare you equate <laughs> Richard Curtis to a Hallmark well, no, I said of high value. I, I said of high value. Like, I understand, like, it, it the caliber is totally different. But the tropes and the storylines, I can find on a Hallmark movie. But Hallmark is a freaking network. There's some entertainment value and quality, obviously. So there probably is something good about Hallmark films. I don't watch them. Yeah, I don't watch them, but from from what I've noticed and from what I've seen and heard, like from like just flipping the channels, like on a Hallmark channel, first 10 minutes, I I know where it's going. If this film hadn't had big names, definitely it would have been on the Hallmark channel. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hallmark, we love you. Because it still gets made. But, you know, I, I totally see where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And and it's just it's sad more than more so than anything that it's. But I still in, I it's entertainment and I watch it. But also we can compartmentalize that. Yeah. Stuff. And it can, doesn't it doesn't feed we can, my build up my uh, well, growing it, up. or whatever it, you call it. it probably does feed a whole bunch of the things that I have to work through. Uh, as well, because it's it's a whole bunch of romantic preconceptions, but uh, also, yeah. but yeah. also in in my thirties, I can compartmentalize that darn stuff yeah. and go, this is problematic behavior. It's However, 30? this exactly. is exactly yes, uh, yeah. the 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 fact that Hugh Grant plays a prime minister, oh, it got dangerously close to Bill Clinton territory. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah, not what dangerously. 
<laughs> well, be, uh, I mean, be, I think it was Bill Clinton territory. Except, uh, except the Hugh Grant character uh, has the the wherewithal to try and regulate himself. And well, yeah, no, because by f- firing her because he can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he didn't play the Bullshit. saxophone, so yeah, no, no, it's Bill, he, completely different. Yeah, he's talking the about the president hitting yeah. on her. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, the, another difference. Hugh Grant is the prime minister. Uh, yeah, Bill Clinton's he's not president. The same thing. It's totally different. No, the American president is in this movie. I'm saying he's the one that hits on the girl. Really, Bob Thornton. Oh my gosh, this is the thing that I wanted to talk about. Sure. The most uh, vague political scenes ever. Yeah, for real. It's incredible. I I can't agree with that. It's white men in suits. That's the only (laughs) thing. I didn't even care. (laughs) They literally were not talking about anything. They were just going, I think you should. I agree. It is my we position. We can't agree with you. <laughs> and for me, this is pre-Bad Santa, right? Yeah. Because oh yeah. I remember thinking when I watched it later in like 2010, I was like, huh, well, this is weird that these are his holiday movies, Bad Santa and, and Love Actually. Well, don't forget Sling Blade. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Sling Blade, too. Like, that's, it's the it's ultimate feel-good Christmas movie. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie was heartbreaking. Definitely, uh, I forget that it's even political climate whenever they're speaking oh. because it's not. It's <laughs> it's exactly the same as as if Hugh Grant were just playing an advertising director, <laughs> or if Hugh Grant were actually prime minister. <laughs> I would like to touch on what you just said about uh, another thing that I feel not as passionately about as the sexist stuff, but Hugh Grant. The, no, the the unrealistic love stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is so toxic. Oh my god, yes. And <laughs> I mean and it sets you you saying it like opened my eyes to the fact that men have these expectations after watching these movies too. You mean oh, the stalker? Huh? <laughs> like the stalker? Well, well n- what I mean more is this notion that there's a happily ever after. Oh, that if you bullshit. pursue, if you pursue enough, or if you're pretty enough, or if you're whatever enough, it, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, it's not and healthy. it ends there. And when you end there, it's problematic because that's what people expect out of relationships. Where when you get together, that's when the hard shit starts. That's when it's really hard. And it gets dangerous when those expectations aren't met. Yes, because then you go through ten years of expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I I'm glad you brought that because that's something. Because I grew up watching a lot of rom coms and like love stories and all the stuff where like love conquers all and all that bullshit. And now, and I'm 26, and I'm learning all of it's a lie, and I'm learning just how toxic that is because like everything. I'm 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 like the best I can equate is like I'm trying to write my own rom com in my brain. And everything means something, and uh, so much weight on one little instance. It's like, and if you don't have a good, if you don't have good parental role models or yeah. any relationships that you've seen go through struggles and come out on the other right, side, yeah. or hate each other for a little while, and then you know you yeah. you love each other even more on the other side of it, then you then this is all you have. Yeah. What is portrayed in entertainment? Yeah, and, and like it's to the point where like I don't know what love is because I, I I've only seen the bastardized version of it uh, through media. So I have this fake notion of what it is, but I I can't describe it. I don't know when I feel it. How how can I have a healthy relationship if I don't if I can't identify it? You also I think uh, another toxic part of this is the expectation that one person can be it all for you. Right. Uh, it's yeah. not it's not true. And and that's no diss on anybody, especially my husband if you're listening. <laughs> but I mean <laughs> but it's unhealthy to expect that person to be your best friend, your lover, your roommate, yeah. your co-parent and hear everything and still be able to function. You need other things and I think yeah. rom-coms set up the feel of Does you one find the one yeah. and they've got all yeah. my problems solved. Also the this notion of trying to deconstruct the romantic comedy is also a very modern notion as well uh rom-coms are effectively a dead genre in this current client climate yeah uh outside of i think two uh things uh set it up on netflix and crazy rich asians last year both being exceptions to the rule uh 
there's the I Feel Pretty rom-com, which was a deconstruction of the, the genre from last year with Amy Schumer. Right. There's well, the Isn't It Romantic with Rebe- Rebel Wilson that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So the general attitude towards rom-coms is very much isn't this corny. This is These are unrealistic. Right. They still have the teenage Stages. rom-com. There's several of those on Netflix. That, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. To all the boys I've right. loved before. And uh, the terrible one about uh, Sarah Burgess is a oh, loser. Oh, so yeah. Oh, God, that the, movie uh, is awful. I, I didn't see that. Big Sick. Oh. The Big Sick. Kind that of it, it that was a love story, though. That well, wasn't a rom-com. It, yeah. Well, very, it, it very much is a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. immediately after I watched Love Actually, I watched... Uh, I actually watched When Harry Met Sally, and I watched uh, The Big Sick. When Harry Met Sally is an exquisite piece of cinema. Listen, yeah. I one, let me preface with this: I haven't watched it. Two, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Thank you for your judgment. Mm-hmm. I here's the thing. Here's the thing: because it says men and women can't just be friends, and that's bullshit. Yeah. No. Yes. I. That's bullshit. And because, that's another toxic notion that we yes, have. Yes, thank you. Because men and women can be platonic friends. It's fine. It's fine. Sex doesn't have to enter in the equation. I have a ton of male friends. A ton of male friends. And I've it's not fine. slept with any of them. What? Crazy. I Whoa. Know. I'm very passionate about this. When I'm Harry sorry. Right. Sally is also about intimacy. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm not going to rewatch that movie because I have a feeling I'll hate it if I rewatch it. So I'm not going oh, to let it sit in my heart and yeah. love it. It's, they, they <laughs> just, I'll watch it and hit for they, you. Thank you. <laughs> just don't make movies like that yeah. anymore because so much of it is uh, built on trying to form a friendship um, yeah. as well. I, I buy that chemistry so hard. Um, and then The Big Sick is just an exquisite rom-com that also fits perfectly through a modern lens where both characters have uh, e- even though the female uh, character uh, is literally in a coma for an hour whenever she comes out of the coma it's very much a realistic yeah. uh, I I don't know that you did all these wonderful things for me yeah. I don't want any part of you yeah um, oh god I mean I so I, I to compare it in literary terms, like it's the difference between a romance, which is very formulaic, mm-hmm. and that's how I see a rom-com, and a, uh, maybe women's fiction or women's literary fiction, where there's a love element, but there's more depth to it than just the love part. And he deals right. with so much more. Yeah. And and he he almost way. goes through the. Every emotion he goes through love, loss, love again. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, yeah. He grief. goes through stages of grief in, yeah. in with a, one yeah. person, w- which made it even that much more touching. Like f- this kid's seen everything. What's he got to yeah. do? Yeah. yeah. And Ray Romano's there. Like yeah. Jesus, oh how exhausting God, is this film? So great. In it. And it, it's just it. In all honesty, probably one of my favorite um, romantic stories. Love yeah, stories, just romantically yeah. fueled uh, films. Um, but yeah, this this movie's great. I haven't done anything. <laughs> why are you comforting me? I haven't done anything. Because I love you, Kenny. That's why. Aww. Big Sick is a great rom com. It's not a fucking rom com. Yeah, it's, thank you, Gloria. It's definitely a rom com. Rom com was a term that was stolen in order to refer to commodified romantic comedies <laughs> such as a Date with Tad Hamilton, Twenty Seven Dresses, and a litany of other things. Twenty Seven Dresses rom-com. is a rom com, but yeah, that that's. That is much lower quality than the big six. The same and way that Get Out is a horror movie. Oh, um, yeah. You really want to talk about that? Get yeah, Out is a horror movie. It is not a horror movie. It's a psychological it's thriller. sci-fi. Fuck if anything. you. It is, <laughs> it is black. It's mirror. a horror movie in the same way that 1970s horror was very much feels more like a thriller, but those pieces were a horror. Just that people want to feel good about liking Get Out, therefore they go elevated genre. <laughs> Sorry, I yelled that loud expletive at you. I think it's because there's no other way to market it for yeah. him at this at that moment. Like, what are you going to say? It's like Black Mirror? I mean, most of the world isn't going to know that that goes to the movies just for entertainment. That's you right. say horror, it's going to pull those horror people in. And then those horror people are going to go, it didn't feel exactly like a horror. A it horror felt more sci-fi or psychological was. thriller. But then they felt and thought about things. Yeah. It, like racism. Oh, my God. What it a was, brilliant movie. It was so good. Have, oh, I want to see his new movie. So this is oh, question number one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, like seven minutes left. Explain where you <laughs> actually encountered your guilty treasure. Uh, well, you told me. Yeah. Beside the Food Network. Next, right between Food Network and uh, Food Network again. 
I rented it on DVD from the Super Video that was connected right next to the Warehouse Supermarket in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Oh. What year? I want to say probably 2004. Mm. Wow. So you were an early adopter of this film. I love rom-coms. Love me some rom-coms. <coughs> Excuse me. I know, that's perplexing. <laughs> um, All what? right, that's question number two. <laughs> and question number three. Well, um, what does it mean to you? Does it cheer you up, make you feel sad, remind you of family? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a warm blanket of a movie. Uh, if... Good Lord, that's just what it is. Uh, if if I if I want to experience the most concentrated versions of a Richard Curtis rom com, gonna watch this movie. Uh, it's 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 just lovely. It's like a warm bath. Really love that it makes you feel that way, <laughs> and I mean yeah, that sincerely. Yeah, same. Like yeah, yeah. I'm glad this art can do that for you. Um, it does not do it for me. <laughs> It reminds me of my grandma's stuffing. Um, is, that just, is that real or is this a No, thing? I'm being real because, like, oh my God. with want to sleep. Specifically, my dad's grandma, my dad's mom, um, because my, she did some weird stuff with her stuffing. It had, like, eggs and, mm. like, sausage bits, and it had oh, some weird yeah. stuff. And really, she made a huge. My, my grandmother was a uh, cafeteria worker, so she didn't really know portion control. It was all just <laughs> That's great. And I vats of food. It was just vats, like army sized, and and she kept some of the containers from the the cafeteria where she worked. Nice. So it was just these huge amounts, and I think just me, maybe my dad and her were the only ones to eat it. And I'm Mexican, mm. so it's a big family. Um, <laughs> we were the only ones to eat it, and nobody liked it, but. It made me feel comfortable. It made me, it reminded me of just this one specific time, which this movie does. Mm. Um, and I can always guarantee it's there, which this movie does. Um, and it's warm, fuzzy. Um, you, you're going to take a good nap after it. And um, there's some nostalgic bits in there that you're not quite sure or what? why are in there. But you know what? You're going to power through it, and it's yummy. <laughs> and it's going to keep you from thinking hard about anything. Yeah, and you're just like, you know, it's making a meal. Yeah. And you're, just <laughs> you're looking at your grandmother's stuffing and going, there's a Werther's Original in here. <laughs> just for a Werther's Original. Why is that original? strawberry hard candy just looking at me in the face? That's weird. There's some fruitcake, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it, it's it's a guarantee. It's always there. And not everybody's gonna like it, but you know what? I, I I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna try and coax anybody on it because it's mine. Yeah, you know, of all the film, I don't like remakes. No, I'd hate yeah, remakes. This don't. I'd like to see remade. Oh man, oh. agreed. Yeah, this would be good if you could remove. Here, here's. Let me write it. I uh, <laughs> can I add? Why well, I I also. I, I want to add on to that. I, sure. I don't want to see it remade as a movie. I want to see it remade as a TV series. Yeah. That way it can actually so go in the depth, depth it needs it, to. Yes, because yes, all the all the things were there. They just need more time to fill it out. Mm-hmm. I also I think that the movie would be drastically different politically. Uh, oh, TV show. If or, if it were made with the exact same creative team. Uh, as well. You mean it would be void of any politics? Well, no, in the same sense that this movie would have been apolitical in 2003. The, the movie would be more politically savvy now, but at the same time, those politics would be apolitical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be so much more diverse. It would genuinely be a different range of loves, uh, but at the same time, uh, it wouldn't be uh, trying to hit you in the frying pan with it. It would just be love Actually, and people, people, people would right. revolt too if you remade this movie. I think Only the white people. <laughs> Dumb Only white the white people. men. Everybody, yeah, like, straight white men. Straight white men. Yeah. And the, and the white women that are victims of patriarchy. So all white women. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, so don't apologize. There'd be a whole lot of Sorry. tiki torches. Sorry, and I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> I'm explaining something to you. <laughs> All of the white women that voted for Trump would be going, don't touch my love, actually. Hashtag make actually great again. If you put a, That's comma, the Lord's if you film. Put a comma in there somewhere, don't touch my love, actually. actually. Is all around. Anywhere. You could put that comma anywhere. <laughs> don't touch, touch my, my love, love, actually. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm going to go home and do that. <laughs> write it out in all the different ways. Um, Todd's just going to be going, why are you taking pauses in the middle of sentences? <laughs> well, it sounds like you're creating independent Are closet. you high? Because <laughs> that's what high people would do. Love, actually. actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your face was really good. Just like, Excellent. That was great. I was uh, trying to put on my high face. Erin, <laughs> uh, way to describe her face only by mimicking her face and not actually <laughs> using words on this audio-only podcast. I looked like a high middle-aged white woman. That's what I looked like. Uh, but and on that note, <laughs> uh, don't forget to dig up those guilty treasures oh, and let them shine. You gotta do all the calls to action at the end. Yeah, I know. I wanted to say that first, so we all knew we were ending. Uh, there's a preemptive so, end. So don't, don't dig. Up, don't forget to dig up your guilty treasures. Meaning, and share them. Shine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny came up with it because yeah. he's smart and talented. I wrote that. I'm a real love actually kind of writer. <laughs> I want to oh, read some of your screenplays. I really do because I bet they're so yeah, good because you appreciate too. the right things about this film. The right things, like how there's a right or wrong. But. <laughs> well, I can I can enjoy this movie, but it's also super duper problematic. And yeah. if you watch this movie, <laughs> you need to be in the right frame of from right frame of mind. I really want you, you to be in PR. And anytime somebody <laughs> says something problematic, you're just there behind them. That's, That's problematic. problematic. And they're just like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and they just completely correct themselves. It'd be really helpful. Why well, it's systematic? For, oh. It's, Automatic. It's it's problematic. What? It's guilty treasures. Hey. I feel like you should have been behind Liam Neeson during his interview. That's, That's problematic. problematic. What, uh, Liam would be like, also, wait, what? What? What did I say? Asterisk. Liam Neeson's really great in this movie. Yeah, Kenny, it's okay. He was the most boring it's, part of this movie. I you're thought. high on yourself. Real quick, can I just throw it out? That kid was a little creepy. He's a like, he's a sad dad. Can I just say I hate when dads are sad. A movie, well, that too. <laughs> but when ki- like kids like are in love, that's dumb. It's dumb. Amen. Thank you. Have you ever heard the theory that that little boy and that girl are the oh god, which story that they are the travel through time. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't have started this because I don't know the details. I'll look it up we'll and talk send after. it to you email. <laughs> okay, He's a creepy good. looking kid. I was yes. that kid back in grade school. I, me too. But anyway, <laughs> you can uh, listen, rate and review us. Uh, <laughs> we we value your opinions and your comments. Tell us what to watch next. Tell us some of your favorite guilty treasures, and we'll talk about them. Give us the stars you think we deserve because we need them. Mr. Uh, Beans is in this film. Just wanted to throw that out. Uh, it's just one bean, singular. Mr. Bean is in this film. Sorry, I smashed the words together. Please check out our YouTube channel, Flat Films, uh, where you can see other content and uh, other web series. And follow us on Twitter. Aaron, what's our Twitter handle? Uh, Guilty Treasures 3. And also follow at the Flat Films. Uh, that's all I can. Gloria, where, oh, where Patreon, can I find Patreon. You? Um, uh, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/FlatFilms, so you can donate money, so we can make this even better for you, and you get exclusive rewards. Yeah, that's all I've got. Other people plug their stuff. Sure. Also, if you're listening to this podcast uh, via some sort of social media, please subscribe to us. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. I believe we might be on something else. We're on Spotify. Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on all the podcasting networks. Yes, that's right. Uh, So please subscribe. We put out episodes every Thursday. That's right. What time? Uh, Six in the morning. Six in the morning. Central? Eastern? Central. Central. Perfect for that car ride. Gloria, where, uh, well, uh, we'll get to you at the end. Uh, Aaron, what, what, where can they find you? Uh, they can find – Kenny, did they say where we can find you? Uh, no. Uh, James, go ahead and say where people can find you. Uh, Kenny, where can they find you? Aaron, where can people find you? Uh, throwing it back at James. Gloria, where can people find you? I'm going to take this. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook, but uh, my – my email address, I mean, my email address. What? No, don't give that out. No. My uh, website address is Gloria Rabel Bankler, R-A-B-I-L is how you spell it. But you have any shows that I'm doing or films that I've made or anything I'm doing will pop up there at some point. Dope, dope. What about your screenplays? 
Um, my student, some of my film links are on there. The ones I have access to, some were submitted to film festivals, so that I don't. Uh, and um, gotcha. I was on a humble brag. I, I didn't mean for it to be. <laughs> um, humble none brag. of my writing is up there because I'm still trying to currently get um, some of it published. So I'm oh, not, gotcha. that's not out there right now. But um, yeah. Can you give us a brief hint on what you might be working on? Ooh. Uh, currently, I'm working on my second novel. Ooh. <laughs> wow, I love that reaction. Um, it's a love story. Yay! Yay! Not a romantic comedy. Yeah! Um, and uh, it follows, it's a, a dual protagonist, alternating uh, points of view of these these teenagers that fell in love, and then skips a big chunk of their life and then how they get back together in oh. middle age and that but they but it's different in that they have serious challenges that that are not typical life yeah one's paralyzed the other has parkinson's oh wow oh shit and so you know it's just yeah. oh wow damn that's, that's awesome heavy. yeah it is but it's it's there's funny too this okay. it, it's right funny on. is that one of the things you read for anything live, or is that something else? Mm-hmm. Oh, so the brother good. scene. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. that was that, that was, was so part good. of it. Oh my Thank god, you. that's so good. Aww, Please read thanks. more things that anything live is I want beautiful. To. Um. So anyway, hey, dig up those guilty treasures and let them shine. Okay, that's the end. You can find me on Twitter at my. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm laughing panda five on everything. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Beans is in this movie. <laughs> and he so good. I love how he meticulous. He's he's a good part of it. Y'all, sh shut up and stop getting grandma's stuff. And Mr. Beans is on the TV. <laughs> oh.